Welcome to the Cable Show. This is Ryan, the Cable Viewer, soon to be joined by the great actor uh, who was in Young Sheldon and and uh, the Goldbergs and many other things. Jordan Lear, who does not need a stunt cock, he, sh- he uses his own penis uh, for all of his scenes, uh, all his full frontal nude scenes that he has, and uh, it's not a stunt penis, although. I'd be willing to be his stump penis if he wanted me to. I need some work. Need some work in Hollywood. The work's drying up, guys. All right, here we go. We're calling Jordan. This is a special episode. We'll talk talk all about it when Jordan gets on the phone. You probably know what kind of episode it is because it says it in the description. But let's get Jordan on the phone. I'm not out of order. You're out of order. It's a new. Uh, it's a new language. It's called Al Al You gotta speak it out around here. Hookers, yeah. only the hey. I'm out of order. You're out of order. But sometimes, so, sometimes he's got like a, a tiny voice like this. You know. You know. Yeah, like uh, like uh, what's what's the movie? I, what's that movie I just watched last night? Serpico. 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 I almost said Spicoli. <laughs> Spicoli. <laughs> That's so funny. That yeah, he goes soft boys are like dog afternoon. Yeah, he was soft spoken out in the early seventies, like Serpico and Godfather. For and sure. Then, and then like after Injustice for All, he got he like started to get into loud out. And then Scarface for sure. For Scarface he was all loud out. But it was with yeah. a with a bad Cuban accent. In eighty-three. Yeah. Hello, my little friend. Say hello to my Al Pacino. Say hello to my little dick. <laughs> I hear I always introduce the show, which I should probably stop doing uh, by commenting on your penis. Um, I don't know if the viewers like that. Well, write back and see if we, you like me commenting on George's penis before I get him on the phone every time. So, we'll have to see. You know, There's big things that. happening, bro. I, I I created an official domain name for JordanLear.com today. So yeah. The cable show is has its own little widget, has its own little page. The cable oh, show. with your acting credits? No, no, no. It's like there's a podcast uh, portion of the website. Yeah, for the cable show. I like that. For the cable show. So when you Fun get when, when you become a huge actor, those other websites and say, "Oh, cable show, let me check this out." Well, you better do it right now because that is what's going on. I'm a big actor, like Al Pacino. That's you why I said. Was, that's why I said in your intro, I said you don't use a stunt cock, but you do full frontal nudity. But I offered to be your stunt cock if you if any work. I'm down. Hey man, I'm 29, and Al Pacino got his first film role when he was 29 years old. You know? No, no way. He, he's that old. Yeah. That's a he's hundred years old. Yeah, he was late sixties his first film role. So that means he's like eighty something. <laughs> right? Yeah. But then he was in uh, God. He was like thirty two whenever he was in Godfather. So. Yeah, and then he did like Serpico. He was good at that. Let's talk about Serpico. Okay, what do you think? 
I liked it. It was a little bit like he, he was just like the weird cop, and then he was like, he kind of wants to like, you know, fuck the police, but he was just kind of like, I don't know, I want to say a pussy or what, but he was he, he wouldn't take it. he wouldn't take any dirty money. And I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I think taking dirty money from drug dealers is like the least bad thing cops do. Well, it was a big thing. Like, you ever seen that movie American Gangster with? Uh, oh yeah, everybody was on the case. Yeah, yeah. It's like American that was a big Hustle. thing going on in New York back in the day. I mean, it still Hustle. is. Well, American Hustle was kind of like the same thing too. Right. It yeah, it's funny he plays. Hustle. It's funny seeing Al Pacino play a fucking cop and such a a good cop because he just got done playing Godfather the year before. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like he, he plays. Like he plays. Lawyers. He plays cops. He plays criminals. Drug you know? He played he the plays, fucking devil in uh, Devil's Advocate. He played the fucking devil. He Did you watch the, that movie? His best, his best role as Colonel, the Colonel. In, uh, oh yeah. In uh, war veterans. And a, a woman, and uh, he uh, wasn't really a war hero because he was actually uh, juggling grenades. So that's how he <laughs> I was, that was funny. Like the thing Timmy seen is so funny because he's like he talks to his nephew about like uh, about how he does how he doesn't eat isn't eating out his niece enough, and then the nephew goes nuts and he like talks about how he used to juggle grenades and he's like failure, and then he, it's like the worst. That's like the most. His thing. nephew, by the way, is played by Eric fucking Bradley Whitmore. Oh yeah, he was in uh Billy Madison. Madison. Billy Madison, yeah. There you go, motherfuckers. Yeah, so that's that's Billy what he got his Academy Award for. For uh Billy Madison? No, 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 no. Pacino <laughs> for Son of a Woman. That's my favorite Pacino movie. One of my favorite movies. Very, very good. My favorite is he. It's funny, it's emotional, like the scene where he's gonna kill himself. He actually is sure. fun. Like I some of these movies, like, where Al Pacino's in, like, in the 70s especially, like, where he would have crying scenes, he wasn't actually crying. He was just whining. Like, right, was, yeah, it's, like, not tearing up. Yeah, but in that scene, like, he really got into it uh, when he was, like, going to kill himself. He was with the kid. Um, yeah, with Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell, yeah. See, I... uh Is that now, Chris O'Donnell? What's that? He's fat, or am I thinking of somebody else? No, he's not fat. He's on like NCIS now or something. He's still all right. He's, he's I, think I'm about Chris, I think I'm thinking of Chris Penn, who's dead. Okay. Chris Penn, remember him from uh, Reservoir Dogs? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, he was in this like this Tom Cruise high school movie that I just watched called uh, uh, All the Right Moves. <laughs> he plays like some high school jock. Did he die of like cocaine or something? Is Chris Penn dead? Chris Penn? Yeah. I thought he was. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. We're all looking it up. We got what do you think at home? Oh, yeah, he's found dead in his condo in 2006 at the age of 40. Drugs, right? Yeah, heart disease. Oh, for being a little fat boy, probably cocaine. Uh, man, Chris Penn was, he's pretty We're, funny. He's entertaining to watch. Yeah. Pacino, dude, it's funny you say that. Uh, what, Son of a Woman, that's your favorite movie of his? 
Yeah, for sure. And you say it's funny, it's emotional, it's all these things. And I find that most Al Pacinos are that. You know, all the dramas, he, he's just so entertaining. He's funny. And something to the yelling, it's like, it is, it's funny, you know? It's, it's, um, I don't know. I found, um, well, let's do one movie at a time. I, I found uh, Injustice for All funny, really funny, too. There's a lot of That's funny. what turned us on to the whole thing. Yeah, we wa- I watched Injustice for All. I'm like, this is such a good movie. God like, oh, damn it. Yeah, I think that that video. Yeah. Dude, that judge was so funny. The suicidal judge. Yeah, yeah, drinking or whatever uh, outside the on the roof and shit. Yeah, he would like have his lunch on the ledge, and then he would <laughs> he flew Al Pacino around in the helicopter. But he he does this thing <laughs> every time where he where he only he barely uses enough fuel to get back, and then like so he can almost die. He's like suicidal, and then when. Like before that courtroom scene, he has like a shotgun in his mouth. In the <laughs> Dude, that this movie was co-written by uh, Barry Levinson, the same guy that directed uh, Good Morning Vietnam and Rain Man and a ton of movies. What Injustice for All? He yeah, he co-wrote this movie actually, and I can see shades of it. You know, well, and that was such a good script and a good movie, right? And, and that fucking. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor was hilarious in it. Why did he shave his head? Dude, I think I think he's always been I think he's always been bald because I've never seen him in a movie with hair. I was like, whoa, Jeffrey has hair in this. He right. might have been wearing a wig, but he might have been bald during when they filmed that and he might have been wearing a wig. That was such goes, a weird plot point that they didn't even follow up on. Well, he shaved his head because he 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 went nuts because uh, that guy he defended killed killed like two kids. The guy right. that got off for murder. Right. Kids. And he had like a nervous breakdown. He went crazy for like a couple of weeks and he shaved his head. And then he did that thing where he's like throwing plates at everybody. Spoiler alerts. I'm gonna we're gonna give out spoilers, so uh, Of course. Yeah. Everyone should watch all these Owl movies. Watch the Owl movies. If you haven't watched Owl catalog, come back and then listen to this again and then keep listening and listen to it over and over again so we get our uh, numbers up. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get sponsored by Magic Two here. What is it called? No, Magic Spoon. And Magic Blue Spoon. Cheese. And Blue Cheese. <laughs> uh, what what movie were we? Oh yeah, Justice for All. Yeah, um, like I love the end scene though, like the the scene where he, you know he he goes crazy in the courtroom and uh, it's perfect. Yeah, he says, "I'm out of order. You're out of order." He's like, "This son of a bitch is guilty." I wonder if that happened before in courtrooms, but it was awesome. Yeah, the way he turned about Ed on his own client. It's so funny yeah. to me because I just watched, I just finished Sentence of a Woman an hour ago, and uh, seeing the end scene where he's like, I'm out of order, fuck are you talking to? You know, it's, and it's like, you watch Old that. Al and Young Al both doing the same out of order I have thing. the whole speech, I have the whole Sentence of a Woman speech on printing it out. I'm going to read it at some point in this podcast. Okay. In, okay. in my owl voice. I'm going to try. All right. Are you going to do it right now? We'll do it in a few minutes. Okay. We'll we're still on Injustice for All. Yeah, we're still talking about Injustice for All. And I he to... is fucking guilty. That motherfucker, if he goes free, then something is really fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the bailiffs talk about. That was so awesome. 
they, they would probably have a mistrial if, a lawyer, if your lawyer did that to you. Right, yeah. Clearly, it wouldn't work out good. <laughs> he, would get, he would get charged again. Man. That probably... motherfucker is guilty! <laughs> yeah. I want to be a lawyer just so I could do that. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I, that would probably be the last thing that you ever uh, do any litigation on. Yeah, but what do you get? You probably get disbarred for that. Yeah, yeah, you'd be disbarred. Yeah. You'd be holding contempt. Yeah. No, I I love the end scene where Jeffrey Tambor like takes off his wig and like and just like he's like back in the courtroom after he started throwing plates at everybody and trying to kill him. Right, he's just there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if a lawyer like started throwing plates at everybody in the court in the in the court and like trying to kill people would just be back like the next week. But I don't know. Probably not. But hey, man, not. you're in, you're in Owl World now. Yeah, this is Owl Owl's World. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they what, have what, uh, a scene where uh, it was that movie's kind of progressive because it. They start out with the the black uh, lady that's like dresses up like a lady, but I don't know if she's trans or what. But yeah, I think she's trans. And then yeah, and she and Al's defending her, and then she uh, or he or whatever they went by kill kill themselves, and then he freaks out and he starts, and then he goes to the the that that other lawyer's car car who fucked up the case, and he starts smashing the windows. Right. That was awesome. Yeah. Was God very, was, damn it! God damn it! People were like, for people having crazy outbursts, they were very forgiving because that guy, like, just like smashed the windows of his car, and then he's like, "Oh man!" And he's like giving him a stop right after. I will say, in, like, in terms he killed of himself. The script, the, the script is great, but it's just so like, man, every turn is dramatic. It's like. He's a lawyer. It starts with yeah. him in jail getting out. And then he's got to defend this mayor that hates him. And then the person that he's defending, of course, when he goes, he killed himself. I'm like, oh, of course. The worst thing imaginable instantly just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, like, smashes and stuff. Right. So, you know, like, I have problems with, like, some movies when, like I, I usually when I can suspend my disbelief on most parts of movies. Yeah. I, I, I didn't finish this movie yet, but it was I actually liked it because I like musicals. But I watched half of it the other day. It was the Will Ferrell uh, Eurovision, or what's it called Eurovision Song Contest movie. Have you seen that? Oh, it's the Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, the new one. No, I actually, did not. I mean, if you like musicals, you like there's a lot of singing and it's pretty funny. They they play like Icelandic people. That the thing that pissed me off though is. You're supposed to believe that Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams are the same age because they were, grew up together when they were little kids. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Like, and it starts off in 1973, so Rachel McAdams has to be like 55, and it's like, there's no way. She looks like 10 years younger than she actually is. I think she's like 40. Probably a little older than 40. She's probably close to 50. Let's find out. We have something called Wikipedia. Wiki, wiki me up, dog. What's you know what, that Rachel that? McAdams, I'll tell you a little secret. I would have sex with her. Yeah, I'll tell you a little lie. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, oh, yeah, she's a little, you were right, she is a little old. She's 41. 
Yeah. Oh, she's 41? Okay, I thought she might be. Because, like, Ryan Gosling, I think he's, like, you know, mid-40s. You know, and they played love she's married, and stuff to each other. She's married to Jamie Linden, who wrote We Are Marshall. Oh, really? That's a stupid football movie. I hate football. Um, but, yeah, she's uh, pretty hot. Have you seen the movie with Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino? The, the lawyer movie? No, 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 no. There's a movie called Two for the Money. It's What's it called? Two for the it's Money. About, yeah, I've seen it. It's good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Al movies as well. Yeah, it's pretty good. Takes him as his apprentice, you know, how to set lines and stuff and give predictions for sport games. They get in deep. You know what's good? Uh, that movie with uh, where uh, Adam Sandler plays a compulsive gambler. Right, what's it called? Gems? Uh, Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems. This is how I win. I love that movie. I mean, he's very Jewish. I don't know why they call it. Call that it movie's cut. fucking kick-ass, man. His, his gems are not are cut, though. His gem is cut. Yeah, that ending was like intense. I would I I wouldn't say it's a bad it's a bummer ending, but it's a good ending. Like you get shot. You get shot. Perfect. It's a perfect like, ending. Perfect. You know, it, would be, it would be kinda of nice. If it was like a romantic comedy, he would like leave with the girlfriend and like spend all, like go to the island or something with all that money, but it was go like, to Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs> even even Adam Sandler's even the characters in the movies are, are fucking around with the kids now. Epstein's Island Sandlerverse. Yeah. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore and Epstein's yeah. Island. And then like <laughs> he uses them to like entertain the kids because he's like kind of like childlike in those movies. So, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Everything's fucked up. Everybody's a pedophile now. Chrissy Teigen eats babies and she's a pedophile. You know Chrissy? Yeah. Yeah. I know Chrissy. She is a pedophile. She told me. Um, Wait, you met her? Yeah, we're buddies. We work together. We're not friends anymore because I know that she's a cannibal. But I did know that before because she admitted it. So. Wait, uh, really? Yeah. You didn't work with Christy. Yes, I did. And what? Yeah, she was on Young Sheldon with me. No, she was not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we're old friends. Anywho. Ow! Yeah, the bully. She was one of the bullies. For some reason, they got a, a major uh, star to play a guest spot on this bully for 30 seconds as well as you. <laughs> hey, I just saw Willie Mack on a commercial. I was watching Conan. I saw you a little post a little thing. Yeah, he, they just, he just says no. That's all he said. I'm I got paid like movie. thousands of dollars, baby. He probably got paid $10,000 He's only in there for like a frame of a second. He just says no. Like all, all, the famous are, all the famous people are like, no way or something like that. Or right. He goes, no. And then he probably goes, cha-ching, cha-ching. Discover, that's big money. Cha-ching, cha-ching, baby. That's Al. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Say hello to my little friend. You fuck hey. my sister, Angel. Did, did you watch Heat or what, bro? Did you watch Heat? You're going to be disappointed. I tried to. I didn't finish it. How fucking much did you get through? 
half of it. I watched it an hour and a half, and I was going to watch it much later, but the rental expired. Oh, uh-huh. you were piss poor. Yeah, the rental expired. You only get two days. I rent. I probably spent like sixteen dollars this week just renting out between the movies because most of them that I wanted to see weren't available to uh, for free. I told you when we hooked up, baby, that you were gonna have to share me with all the bad people, all the bad things in this world. Yeah, I like I like Keith a little bit, but I. I I didn't really follow it because for that particular movie, I was on my phone the whole time. You <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, but like I was kind of watching it and I was like, ah, I don't know if I get it. But I think I didn't get it more because I was also on my phone. I Pretty think. straightforward. There's a cop chasing a criminal. Yeah, like he's, they're bank robbers and, and that one guy, I guess, he yeah. kills like a bunch of people. And so then it's I didn't really understand what Al was saying in that movie. He was like kind of like mysterious. Yeah, dude. I think there was supposed to be like a, a subplot that they edited out. Where he's where he's what? His performances are like crazy, dude. Like before, it, that's his funniest movie for sure. What he? Yeah. Why is it the funniest? Because his dude, you didn't get. The part where he's got Hank Azaria sat down and he's talking about this guy, this girl she's fucking, and he's like, she's got a great ass. If you got your head all the way up it. If you got your head all the way up it. All right. And the guy oh, on his couch. Oh, yeah. And he walks in and he goes, he's like, you can bomb once if you want to, but you will not. <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. I'm, I'm going to watch that as soon as the podcast is over. <laughs> You're going to watch Heat again? Fuck yeah, dude. I watch that movie, no joke, like two or three times a year. All right, well, well I'm going to start this speech right now. It's, uh, it's, it's one of the coolest Los Angeles movies, honestly. Like the next Big Lebowski have the best like shots of LA city. Especially like nineties LA and shit. Okay, I need you to read this line. Mr. Sims, you are a cover up artist and a liar. What what am I supposed to say? Mr. Sims, you are a cover up artist and you are a liar. <laughs> Mr. Sims, you're a cover up artist and a liar. But not a snitch! Not a snitch. I don't think I will. Please watch your language, Mr. Slade. You are in the Bears school. Not a barrack. Mr. Sims, I will give you one final opportunity to speak up. Mr. Sims Okay, hold on. Mr. Sims doesn't want it. He he doesn't need to be labeled still worthy of being a bear man. What the hell is that? What is your motto here? Boys inform on your classmates, save your hide. Anything short of what we're gonna burn you at the stake. Well gentlemen, when the shit hits the fan guys some guys run and some guys stay. 
there's Charlie facing the fire, and there's George hiding in Big Daddy's pocket. And what are you doing? You're going to reward George and destroy Charlie. Are you finished, uh, Mr. Slade? No, I'm just going to warm up. <laughs> I don't know who went to this place. William Howard Taft, William Jennings Bryant, William Pell, whoever. Their spirit is dead if they ever had one. It's gone. You're building a rap ship here, a vessel for sea-going snitches. And if you think you're preparing these minnows for manhood, you better think again. Because I saw because I saw you are killing the very spirit of this institution proclaims it is built. What a sham. What kind of show are you guys pulling on here? I mean, the only class in this act is sitting next to me. Only class in the sack is sitting next to me, and I'm here to tell you, this boy's soul is intact. It's non-negotiable. You know how I know? Someone here, and I'm not going to say who, offered to buy it. <laughs> Only Charlie here wasn't selling. Sir, you're out of order. Out of order? I'll show you out of order. You don't know what out of order is, Mr. Crash. <laughs> yeah. I show you, but I'm too old, and I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. And I'm too fucking blind. And I'm too fucking blind. If I was a man, I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. I'd take a flamethrower to this place. Who the hell you think you're talking to? I've been around, you know. There was a time I could see, and I have seen boys like these, younger than these. The arms torn off, the legs ripped off, but there ain't nothing like the sight of an amputated spirit. There's no prosthetic for that. You think you're merely sending this splendid foot soldier back home to Oregon with his tail between his legs. But I say you are executing his soul. And what? Because he's not a bad man. Bad man, you hurt this boy. You're going to bear bums, a lot of you. And Harry, Jimmy, Trent, wherever you are out there, fuck you too. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And Aaron Dimitret, fuck you too. And he goes, stand down, Mr. Slade. He doesn't like how he said fuck you. I'm not finished. He's almost finished. (laughs) As I came in here, I heard these words, cradle leadership. Well, when the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. It has fallen here. It has fallen. Makers of men, creators of leaders. Be careful what kind of leaders you're producing here. I don't know if Charlie's silence here today is right or wrong. I'm not a judge or jury, but I can tell you this. He won't sell anybody out to buy his future. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now, the stuff is to be made out of. Now, I have to come to the crossroads of my life. I always knew that what the right path was. Without exception, I knew. You know, it was, you know what? But I never took it. You know why? Why? It was too damn high. Now here's Charlie. Here he here he comes to the crossroads. He has chosen a path. It's the right path. It's a path made of principle at least a character. Let him continue on his journey. You hold this boy's future in your hand, hand committee. It's a valuable future. Believe me. Don't destroy it. Protect it. Embrace it. Gonna make it proud one day, I promise you. Hoo ah Hoo ah 
Dude, this shit is epic. I think there's about 15 to 20 in there. Thank you, Sam. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. I think you said it at least 15 times, but I don't think under, and I think under 20. Yeah. Says, like when they, when they, when all the, the, the academic uh, probation people, like all vote that he says, uh, um, they, uh, he goes, hoo-ah, and everybody claps. And Harry, Timmy, and Trent, fuck you too. Yeah. That guy was what movie is that guy in the principal? I think he was in Billy Madison. Too. He's in like everything. He might be in Billy Madison for a thing. Uh, I don't know, man. He's like, he like I think he's like an Independence Day. He plays like an advisor to the president. Like he's always like one of the president's guys or some shit. He's always like a stuck up asshole. Yeah, he's always that fucking white guy. Here, let me fucking look. Where are we at? Well, I gotta go to 1992. Son of a woman. That was ni- no, 1989, wasn't it? No, Son of a Woman is 92. Ah. Uh, ah. William W. Blade. Bad, bad. Bad, bad. What was this guy's name? Was it Richard Venture? It's, uh, the actor's name is Mr. Kraft. Mr. Trask. Mr. Hunsaker? No, it isn't. More like Mr. Trash. Yeah. Ron Elgert? I don't see pictures with these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. No, James Rebhorn. That's who it is. And he's always in stuff. Like, he's in, uh, I don't know. He's dead. He's dead. Is he really? He ain't in nothing no more. 2014, died 65. Another young actor died from cocaine. Fuck. That's no, the age that everyone dies at. There's a conspiracy that at 65, you died of cocaine. It's probably some kind of, uh, well, the other guy was 40, but I think it's something to do with, with Kitty Bourne or, or Jeffrey Epstein's Island. I remember so, him being in Head of State. I Adam Silas because he was going to go in on him. Absolutely. Because Al Pacino was on his island. Yep. No, he says uh, he died from melanoma. Ooh, well, you can't get too mellow, man. That's the problem. Independence Day. He's in the game with Michael Douglas, which is a good movie. He's in uh, Meet the Parents. God damn it! God damn it! What are some other Al movies that maybe I haven't seen that you like? That you haven't seen? Um, have you, well, did you watch Glenn Gary, uh, Glenn Ross? No, I, th- I tried to watch it. I found it too boring. Oh, dude, that's an amazing movie. Like, there's no plot you need in it. But Al Pacino. Exactly. For about sales dollars. leads all day. Yeah, I don't like sales. It's not my business. Well, I so that's the sales. I sold, I sold 10 shirts today. I made, like, $200 in shirts. And then my favorite, uh, movie next to, uh, Heat is also directed by Sidney Lumet that directed Serpico, Dog Day Afternoon. What about Any Given Sunday? Any Given Sunday is good, and I was just watching a spooky kid in it because I was going to make a meme about gay stuff because he's talking about, how to fight for every inch. Life is six inches in front of your face. <laughs> yeah, that's like his character. And all the, he's in a movie called Cruising that I think I heard about. 
Freeze and plays the undercover cop. Like, What's it called? Has, cruising? Yeah, there's like a, a gay serial killer, and he has to go undercover as a gay guy. He came out of the 80s, and he goes to all the gay bars. Like the okay, yeah, stuff. 1980, cruising. Yeah, we got to watch that. I, that'll that'll be have to be on Al Chapter 2, you know. Yeah, do you want to get Edelman on Al Chapter 2? Because he's a big Al guy. Nope. I want to do me and you, baby. Are we only going to get doing me and you for now on? Uh, until there's a good reason to interview somebody, a show like this, it's going to be me and you. But when we get a good guest, like if we, yeah, get, if if we, get, if we get Al Pacino's uh, personal assistant. Now, Al Pacino is in another Academy you think we get Al starring... Assistant? What's that? Can we get one of his personal assistants? Yeah, yeah. We'll get... Uh, Lana, we'll get Lana Epstein. Meg Noble. She's a PA. Maybe she works for that. Hey. Lana Epstein. How are the mics anyway, by the way? Because I heard you landed the close to mics. Man, I did comedy three times this week at the El Cid over on Sunset. And did you like it or did you hate it? I loved it. Well, dude, we all love comedy, but, like, I read this joke uh, today. Actually, I, wrote, I said it in the group chat, and I, I stated it as a joke. I said, uh, somebody was talking about what's your favorite cereal, and I said, I like the Wheaties with uh, with Caitlyn Jenner on the box. <laughs> and then I said, uh, I think they're called, I think you're supposed to call them Sheeties. <laughs> Sheeties. <laughs> That's a pretty uh, offensive joke. I feel like you stole that from like an 80s. Kind of. Yeah, it's not even that good. <laughs> it's not that offensive. Like either my jokes yeah. are offensive, they're like vaguely offensive. If it was a better joke, it would be more offensive. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, if it was a better joke, it would be more offensive. I guess so. That's true. Do you have any other Al recommendations for me that I haven't seen? Uh, yeah. Um, have you seen The Devil's Advocate? Yes. And I watched that for the first time a few days ago, and that is crazy because it seems like it's just a regular lawyer movie with him being like the veteran teaching this uh, apprentice played by Keanu Reeves. And then halfway through the movie, it's a supernatural horror, and Al Pacino is the fucking devil. Yeah, does it? What's her face turned into a demon? Uh, Charlie Sarah? Uh, she gets like attacked by demons. Is possessed by demons. Yeah. Kind of like Rosemary's baby kind of deal. Something I don't know. She gets like attacked and everything, and Keanu doesn't believe believe her. He thinks she's like seeing shit. And she's like, no. Like, have, you seen, have, you, have you seen Rosemary's Baby? That's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen a lot of it. I can't. I didn't get that into it, but I did watch it. Well, you know what? Al's not in it. He was. He was still a. Uh, uh, Doing whatever he was doing until he turned 20. What was he doing until he turned 20? Uh, just acting and shit. Studying at the Meisner Studio under Lee Strasberg. Oh, so he was a theater actor. Oh, yeah, and he still is. He's still very active. And Oh, yeah. So, but you made it sound like he just started acting when he was 29, but he just started film when he was 29. No, he'd been acting all, all his life, all throughout his 20s and studying and you know, it's not yeah. about acting because he's just like an actor, man. 
And he, Lee Strasberg is actually in uh, Godfather 2. No, but he's also in the uh, sure. Justice for All. He's oh, Justice for All, that's right. He plays the grandpa with Alzheimer's. Right, right, he does. He's always like, my grandson's going to be a lawyer. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'm already a lawyer. He's like, he's supposed <laughs> to be a lawyer. <laughs> so a little tidbit here. So Stanislavski created the method, the flux master. And then out of him, there was... Lee Strasberg. Yeah, there's Strasberg. Hold on, you're breaking up. What? There's Strasberg, Meisner, and Adler that studied under Stanislavski. And they went off and started their own schools. But Al Pacino studied under Strasberg and maybe the little Meisner group he, uh, they said that, dude, Rishi told me that basically Pacino and De Niro and Barbara Streisand were like, were like what method? They were like the Beatles of acting, the way they like changed the game. The way Barbara Streisand, I don't, I never found her like the, to be the best actor. I don't know a lot of her movies, man, but he put, he put those three together as like really kind of changing the art form. Who, you know, Rishi said that? Yeah, Rishi was telling me this. Well, Rishi doesn't know shit about acting. Yeah. <laughs> he's a host of floppers. I don't think he's ever acted a day as well. <laughs> Make sure he, he, he knows that, hears that, too. I'm going to blow my fucking brains out, son. I'm going to blow my brains leave it. So I was thinking about, like, there's a, a method actor that I was watching, but I can't remember, recently. What? Al, Al's method, so is DDL. Yeah, Al's a method actor. He gets into the character a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a very... The saddest movie, was he actually in Jack and Joe? I can't even remember that movie so bad. And what, what, what are you asking me? Yeah, he was, he did have a, a cameo in Jack and Jill. Oh, that's yeah, that's who you're saying was your favorite Al Pacino movie. That was like one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> and uh, I, the first time I went to rehab, we had to go watch that at the theaters. <laughs> That's the movie everybody voted on. I was like, this movie looks really stupid. We should go watch the Muppets movie, because I was out, too. We were down for some fucking Muppets instead. Yeah, I mean, which was a much much better rated movie. It was good. The Muppet movie, the remake, was, uh, came out with Jason Segel was good. Mm-hmm. You like Muppets, Doggy? Um, sure, why not? Muppets are cool. Yeah, so so I was thinking about coming back, but, like, I'm not going to start doing comedy until Edelman starts doing comedy again. Not like, <laughs> oh, really? So for, not for free, not until after they have a vaccine and uh, in a couple of years. So what are you going to do when you come here? Oh, I'm just going to sit on my butt and, and podcast from the phone. Same thing I'm doing now. Really? No, I'm going to go to Mike's. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to... I think I'm going to stay till my flight to buy an extra... I'm going a month early because what's the point? If I can stay here or make some extra dough, I'll probably need it because I'm not going to be working. Well, there's no point. I mean, but there are... There's plenty of mics to do, but it's like... It'll yeah, always be here. There will still be mics on August 31st when I come back if I do. For sure. Yeah. Somewhere. Because I mean, like, $200 today. 
That's pretty good. Mostly from selling shirts. Instacart doesn't pay shit. Hey. What? How is it? Okay, so Al Pacino is Italian. Right. Al Pacino is what? His parents are both Italian. He's of Italian descent. However, he plays, you know, Italian guy in The Godfather, but then he plays a Cuban guy in Scarface. And then, you know, he's in like... I think he's supposed to be like Irish instead of a woman or something. Irish in the Irish Oh, is he Irish in the... Dude, that he's definitely well, so he's Irish, but he's definitely not Italian. Like he's just he's white. I'm he's getting it. I, I didn't finish the Irish film. I might watch it again, but I only got into like 30 minutes, and then I forgot to watch it. Yeah, he's great but, in the Irishman, man. It's just like that CGI is so weird where they try to make him look young. It's like so bad. I don't think any of it's bad. Honestly. Oh really? I mean, yeah, they, they, they look. It's so funny though because they they try to make him look like 50, but they. Like, like, Joe Pesci still walks around like he's, like, 80. <laughs> the way they put her in. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine with all of it. I, they were I gotta great. see. What is it called? Johnny, Johnny Hollywood? Is that good? Jimmy Hollywood. Jimmy Holiday? Jimmy Hollywood. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, Jordan. What up, You're not gonna believe this. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the recording thing on. Yeah, is that okay? Is it okay? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just talking with you. <laughs> you motherfucker! You motherfucker! Motherfucker! God damn it! Don't waste my motherfucking time! Dude, that Serpico got mad puss, huh? I, yeah, he did. He had the ladies all over him because he was like, 60s style hippie, hippie cop. He, Young he, Pacino. He played by his own book. I like that scene where he's with other cops and they're, they're telling them about marijuana and how they catch the drug dealers and they just start smoking the weed in the back. <laughs> they're like, this is good shit. We're handing this out so you know how to identify the smell and the scent if you encounter it in the street. And then they like smoke it. They all get so good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, yeah, there's titties in that movie. There's some titties, some sex scenes. No dick. I wonder if Al Pacino's ever showed his dick in a movie. I don't know if I want to see it. Hold on, we're we're breaking up. And we missed another conversation. We talked about Serpico. Right. Right. Get shot in the face at the end and lives through it. It's a true story. Is that really happening? I know it's a real guy, but did he get shot in the face? The real guy. Yeah, he really got shot in the face and lived through it. Yeah, because like the drug dealers are like, they set him up kind of because they, they they he just went into the drug dealer's house and the cops just stood behind and let him got shot. Totally, that's the way it went down too. Yeah, because all all of them were crooked as crooked as fuck. Cooking the burnt. And then they had the one cop that was just shooting out of, out of nowhere. Cops do that all the time still. <laughs> they do. Fucking yeah. idiots. Yeah. Um, what else do we talk about? Son of a Woman? Son of a Woman, Devil's Advocate, and Justice for All. Justice for All. You know, 
we didn't cover The Godfather a lot, which uh, a lot of people yeah. like to say oh, that's his best role. And I love it, too. I just I've, – I've watched it before, so I was trying to dig deeper to watch other movies this time. But obviously – I've watched The Godfather, but I've never, like, made it through the whole film. Like, i watched oh, those films. But I haven't really? watched the whole three hours in one sitting down. I find them to be terrific, but I've, I've only seen them in their entirety once or twice. I think I tried to watch the whole thing when they did the HBO thing in chronological order, which was kind of cool. Ooh. I know Remember three that? definitely sucks. Yeah, three is all Al. Yeah, it's Coke Al. Is it, did he really do have a Coke problem before? I, I think it's pure speculation, but I think everyone agrees that that's also true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, he plays cokeheads in a bunch of movies. I don't know if he's ever had a coke problem, but I think he's had a good time with cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they say Michelle Pfeiffer was fucking high on coke the whole time she was making Scarface. <laughs> that's pretty that's kick ass. ass. That's why she was so good at it. What is that? Cocaine, man. Cocaine. I crush it like a cockroach. <laughs> wicked, man. I'm you ever play, uh, I got you ever play Vice City? Yeah, it's like based on Scarface kind of. Like that the was main, a fun game. The mainstream is the end of the movie, and the end of the game is like Scarface Mansion. <laughs> you know what I used to play for Xbox 360? What's that? Scarface the game. Remember that? Oh, there was a Scarface video game. Yeah, and it had like a really great soundtrack, and you used to like. I think I played it on PlayStation Two. And you get to like, uh, I think you could like go around and like shoot people too. All right. In in Tiger King, they had that guy that was the real Tony Montana. Yeah, he's like, I was the man who was based on Tony Montana. Yeah. I've always. But what they didn't tell you is, I'm a monkey lover. I always. (laughs) He was like, he's had pet monkeys his whole life. That would be kind of weird if they, like, they included that Tony Montana, like he was a monkey lover. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I showed him fucking the monkeys. Well, yeah, you can take it there if you want. I Trust me, you got enough monkeys around. You're having you're some of them you on. Especially if you're on coke. Yeah. Don't like, oh, fuck with my monkeys, fam. Like a Shit. Who was in? Oh, you know who was a, a gets killed in Scarface. Uh, the guy that plays Hector Salamanca, the guy in the wheelchair from Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, he is. I don't. I don't watch Breaking Bad. You I never went bad. You never seen Breaking Bad? I've seen like the first episode, uh, but no, I didn't watch the rest of it. Dude, that show is amazing. What people say, man, I get it. I just couldn't. I watched. It, you know? I watched all five seasons of Breaking Bad, and I watched all four or five seasons of Better Call Saul. So you have like ten seasons to catch up with me on. Now, you watched El Camino, but you didn't watch Breaking Bad. You? Didn't... No. No, I didn't. Did you? Of course. Oh no, I thought it was okay. Maybe maybe I'll start it tonight. Dude, start it. You're gonna love it. I'll start it tonight after I finish Heat. 
I bet, dude, you're crazy. Like, you can watch so many, so many things. I don't know how you're – you're like a superpower with binging. You like binge, like, 30 movies in two days. What do you mean? Anyone can do that. I know, but I have, like, ADD. I can't just, like, watch movie after movie after movie after movie after movie. You do a lot of shit. I do – hey, I didn't just do that. I did some running today. You did running? Yeah, yeah, I ran four miles today. Fuck, you can fuck while you're binging, and you can run while you're binging movies. You right. could uh, record, uh, take headshots and record uh, the reel. You can do your reels. Have you been working on your reels lately? Uh, kind of. I was working on my website today. Do you have a reel? Yes, I do. Send me a link. I want to watch it. I'm going to put it on my website, like, tonight. JordanLear.com? Yeah. You can go there now. How do you, you spell your name? You know how to spell my fucking name. I'm saying for the audience. Lear with two E's. Rhymes with queer. Oh, I thought it was... I really thought it was AR. <laughs> yeah. Fun. I, I'm kind of a dumb fucking fuck. Lear. Kick Lear the queer. Yeah. No, it's homophobic. I'm canceled. You are hey, canceled. Does anybody, uh, hey, do they, are, are people actually mad at me still at the point? No. No, they're over it? Actually, there was a new incident last night. With somebody else? Yeah. There was actually a kind of crazy incident. I missed it by five minutes, but Richie told me about it. Not too crazy, but, uh, somebody threatened to beat another open micer's ass and left. <laughs> Ooh, I want to know who. Are you tell me privately? Or I would. I wouldn't. Wouldn't. I wouldn't tell you about neither of these people, homie. <laughs> uh, yeah, neither is is kind of edgy. He's like gets uh angry. Whoever that is. Yeah, no. And I told the other person, I was like, "Hey, that's my friend." They're kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but this person was like. More nuts. I fucking hated them, honestly. Yeah. I felt like my friend was a little overreactive, but this person was also a cunt. <laughs> Tell you the truth. Oh, probably sounds like James Stevens. He's such an asshole. No, James Stevens is a bit. Oh, you know who else I saw last night, though, that brought me up on stage, who I think is a very nice gentleman, actually super nice, super warm, Reverend Johnny. Oh, wow. You went to Burks? No, no, I didn't go there. He was hosting the Mike at El Cid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I don't like how Burt's got canceled or got taken over, though. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk that. I don't know the guy. But I just, hey, man, he's just he's I, just providing good stage time for comics. He's, like, packing the house for people, actually. Yeah, he's packing everybody with coughs and COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, packing that ass in, bitch. Hey, you a fine motherfucker when you pack that ass up. You when you pack that room up. You a fine fucking host when you pack that room in. Yeah, hit that ball and play that guitar bad, Reverend Tony. One of my favorite Al Pacino lines is in Dog Day Afternoon. He's talking to the cop. He goes, he goes, kiss me, kiss me. I like to be fucked, or I like to be kissed when I'm getting fucked. Oh, he's gay in that movie, right? <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, I like. I, I was reading the description, and, and there's talks about uh, the bank robbery, 
It is a right. good for the movie. They just called him a loser. <laughs> a loser. Uh, a lo- it's like a loser and his friend Rob. Like Al Pacino, a loser. <laughs> he plays a loser this time, not a cool guy. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Very good. Well, it'll be on Eric. Al Chapter Two. You know, I say we finish his filmography and then do another episode. Eventually. Will that be our next episode, or are we gonna do that? Our very break? next. We need. I need a little break from Al. Let's get a good guess. Let's get like. Who do you want to get? Who's who's your, who's your guest? You pick right now on the show. We'll get them. Are you talking about a comedian? Anybody you want. Jared Levin. Oh God, that I thought I was going to be more excited, but I guess I guess that will work. Why wouldn't you be excited? Okay, Chris Gardner. I don't know who that is. But give uh, one more pick. We one more pick. You can pick whoever you want, but one more pick. One more pick. Yeah, what about a girl? We haven't had a girl on in a, in a few weeks. Okay. Who you know, is you know. a girl that's not a cunt? Um, <laughs> There's plenty uh, of women that aren't cunts. Yeah, I know. I know. But most of them are. If, uh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough to go down the line. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, masculinity, baby. You know who's the best? I prefer the company of men. Caitlin Bachmeyer. She's great, but uh, I haven't really talked to her during four. I think she's like kind of doing a little thing. I talked to Jeff Caracellis and when I had a few beers with him last that week. That would be a crazy episode, huh? Oh, yeah, I know. I, don't even I had him on my fight movie. podcast before. Does he even watch movies? He watched, he loves Apocalypse Now. That's his favorite movie. Oh, my God. Imagine the guy watching war movies all day with his PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> he li- There's a lot of war movies he does like, for real. And, uh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. This is bad. I just talked to Luigi out the window, and I actually spit on my thoughts. Yeah, a boy. <laughs> I'll probably wipe it off with a napkin. Be a good son. Damn. Well, the rain might take care of me, right? Dude, we'll get Jared Levin, maybe. Or maybe we'll get somebody else. Elise Gokowski, I could get her. Who? Oh, Elise? Yeah, she's cool. She's cool. I've been, I've been seeing her at the mics. Yeah, I've talked to her on Instagram. Sometimes. She's, she's nice. Uh, I saw she, she, hosts, she hosts that Clubhouse Theater mic. Or she oh, was. I think so. I think it was her. She came to my rooftop. She comes to the improv. Oh, she came. Yeah, she came to your roof, Mike. Yeah, yeah. she's cool. She's cool. She'll... Oh, I get Ian. I thought he doesn't like me. I think so. You don't think so? I don't know. <laughs> it was weird that I asked him. If he was better, I asked him, he didn't reply yeah. back. And then I told him that it was with you, and he didn't reply. Oh my god! <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, I don't know. He has, he has issues. He's real, like, have you seen, I think it's like you, seen, you two. Both of you are in such weird frequencies that you can't be near each other. Yeah, we're like weird in totally different ways. You know, it's like it's like Jeff Caracellis and Fonto. Like, they've seen each other for years, but they never talk. Yeah, like, I've tried to, 
talk with me, and sometimes we've been cool, and then usually, usually he's mad at me for some reason. <laughs> but did you see his uh, his post? He's like, he's like, when am I get? He posts a picture of him proud. He's like, this is on the Syria. He's like, when am I, I going to get, get my life back? Yeah, <laughs> it was a little, like, <laughs> so dramatic. Like his whole life was at the improv. He was the two mics we there. You know what? He's he might as well be the mascot for comedy because everyone does feel like that. Though they're like, I always want to be in line somewhere, not getting up. <laughs> People want to get in line and not get up right now. Yeah, that's what they miss that feeling of. Yeah, like there's a camaraderie when like, you're just in line. You're at the improv with your buddies and. You- yeah. You like try to see hey, your friends. It's been better than ever, bro. I was just chilling last night on Sunset Boulevard with JPL and James Demon. A couple nights. I don't know JPL, but he, I haven't really seen him. Is he new? No, or, no he's been doing stand up for like twelve years out here. How come I never seen him? He, he probably does different mics. Yeah, different mics, and he's been around, so he doesn't hit it like you hit it. He doesn't hit it hard. Look, I hit it. I hit that shit hard, like he. You hit that shit hard. It hits I it hard. Hit, I hit it hard. I hit it like, you know, a crease stump like he and Russo, Josh Allen doing. What Al Pacino says something, he's like, "You gotta get him because I turned your parking spot into a parking lot." <laughs> I don't remember which one is that. He's talking about fucking Keanu's mom and Devil's Advocate, I think. In uh, 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 the owner who turned a parking spot into a parking lot. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, I think this is uh, a great hour. line to end uh, it on. What's that? That's a great line to end it on. I turned the mother's parking spot into a parking lot. Hey, guess what? Say hello to my little penis. Hey, who are? Say hello to my little penis. You know what a is? You're killed walking your doggy. Which was that? That's from Heat. He says it to Tone Loke. Oh, Tone Loke is in Heat. The, the, yeah. Does that bust the move? Yeah, don't just stand there. Bust the move. That was crazy. Like in, When that movie was made, Tone Loke was like the, hard, like the hardest rapper. <laughs> I know he's an Ace Ventura. Yeah, I never seen Ace Ventura. Well, I actually have, but I was like, what six? I was like six when I saw it. I don't really remember it that well. You don't know Ace Ventura that well? Well, I seen it when I was six. It was the last time I saw it when it came out in theaters. Seen that movie a ton of times. Should I watch it? Yes, tonight. We'll do an Ace Ventura episode. I don't like the sound of that at all, but uh, and I'm not going to watch it because it's a kids' movie. It is not a kids. Actually, it's definitely not. I'm going to watch Panic at Needle Park because it's for kids. Okay. It's another kids' movie I'm going to watch. Pandemic, Pandemic in Needle Park. Have you seen Birdemic Two or Birdemic One? No, no, I saw Bird Box. No, watch Birdemic. It's like it's the room of horror movies. It's so funny. Okay. We should do an episode on that. We should get one more guest to watch it too. Okay. It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest movie ever. And uh, I met the guy that wrote the the script. He was my Uber driver one time. It's so weird because I was talking about the movie for some reason, and then he's like, "Yeah, I punched up that script." (laughs) 
He was like, that director was so shitty, the guy that wrote the movie, that I actually put the funny parts in there. <laughs> All right, doggy. All right, doggy. I forgot to press record, but we'll do it. We'll try another take tomorrow. Okay. All right. Bye.